This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Brought to you by advisory, assurance, and tax firm Cone Resnick LLP. Turning big ideas into successful businesses requires expertise, whether preparing for a capital raise, capital transaction, or negotiating a complex deal structure. Cone Resnick provides tax, compliance, transaction planning, and innovation services that drive growth and competitive advantage. Visit ConeResnick.com slash technology to move your business forward. Monzo launches free and paid-for business bank accounts. By Steve O'Hear. Monzo, the UK Challenger Bank, is officially launching business bank accounts today after an extensive trial period over the last 12 months that saw early access given to 2,500 business customers. Perhaps surprisingly, right out of the gate, Monzo is offering two versions of its business bank account, which is aimed at solo traders and SMEs, a free account and a premium paid-for account, confirming our scoop from last week. The free Monzo business account is called Business Lite and has a feature set similar to Monzo's consumer account, in addition to providing web access, not just mobile app-based banking. The paid business account is called Business Pro and costs £5 per month. It has a host of business features, including tax pots, which lets businesses put aside a percentage of inbound payments in preparation for a future tax bill, a simple but fairly ingenious feature, plus integration with third-party accounting software, multi-user accounts, and in-app invoicing tools. In a call with Monzo co-founder and CEO Tom Blomfield late last week, I asked him why the bank had decided to charge from the get-go, when others, such as rival challenger bank Starling, have so far kept business banking free, albeit heavily subsidized via state aid. Charging a small fee allows us to invest more in power features, he tells me. So things like accounting integrations, multi-user access that not all businesses need but cost us more to build. And so it seems fair to offer a free tier for people who don't need that extra powerful functionality and then a pro tier for people who do. I think for £5 a month, it's a fabulous value. The number of hours saved on bookkeeping through things like tax pots and integrations with zero will very, very quickly pay for that. Another noticeable aspect of Monzo's business banking product is that it feels quite polished at launch. During its formative years, the Upstart Bank prioritized speed to market and an iterative product development process, which for the most part has served Monzo well. However, it also led to mishaps last year and at times the appearance of a move-fast, half-bake-things philosophy. With 4 million customers, Blomfield says the company is evolving its approach. Your point on polish is, I think, really apt, he tells me. 
I think in 2019, especially the first half of 2019, we tried to do too many things in parallel and we spread ourselves too thin and launched too early. And I think we didn't quite realize that we're sort of a national brand now. YouGov named us the number one brand in the UK last year. And I think we were still operating a little bit like a scrappy startup rather than a mature bank. And so this year, and this is the first one, we will launch two or three things, and the level of polish and sort of maturity at launch will be much, much higher. Candidly, Blomfield acknowledges that this has required a different way of working, which he says the team has embraced. I'm really proud of this business product. It's performing exceptionally well. The feedback so far has just been spectacular, so I'm really excited about it. Asked what assumptions proved correct and what was less obvious during the 12 months Monzo spent developing its business bank accounts, Blomfield says the team knew that multi-user access was going to be a big thing and that instant notifications are surprisingly useful for businesses as well. If you're a freelancer, knowing that your client has just paid you is really powerful, he says. In contrast, web access became more important than the team had initially realized, leading Monzo to invest quite heavily in a web portal for business accounts. In addition, Blomfield frames tax pots as a simple but such a powerful feature. It's similar to roundup functionality you have in a personal account, he explains. Basically, anytime you get paid, you want to set aside a percentage so you don't have that unpleasant tax problem 9 to 12 months down the line. It's a feature people have really, really loved from our feedback and surveys. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.